Three, two, one. Tap in, in. Life and Times Network. We had one, so we did two. Now we're doing two, episode two, part two of episode that we just tried to work on. Now we're working on it some more. Um, talking about relationships, we're talking about memes, we're talking about the internet, we're talking about stuff that like happens in the world, and you probably downloaded something that made you argue with your partner, and now you're listening to this podcast. That meme isn't true. It's part two. With Big Body, Bethany. Big Body. Hello. Now, we're on the second half. Let's do the math. What is the bare minimum? I, I feel like if you're a dude, it should be able to pick up a rock. <laughs> uh, if if you're a woman, it should be able to cook a potato. <laughs> like, like this, this basic shit. If you're a man, you should be able to boil a potato. If you're a woman, be able to pick up a rock. Just be able to do something with your life. Um, <laughs> I feel the I feel the bare minimum is the bare minimum. Like you should have something going on. Your partner should also have something going on. You shouldn't have everything going on, but it should be something. You know, I think the bare minimum is your bare requirements for your partner. What would yours be? Just making sure that you and your partner go over the roles of the household or roles in your relationship. So if one person is going to cook and clean, another person is going to like take on most of the take out the trash, the financial financial burden responsibilities, and um, make sure you figure out who's going to do what. That's at the bare minimum. Bare minimum also is effective communication. Talking to your partner without. It ending in a fight, and if you do end up, you know, and your emotions get the best of both of you, and you end up fighting, make sure you come up with a solution. So, um, at the end of the day, you don't go to bed mad. You both go to bed happy and feeling like everything's resolved. Yeah. Giving your time and attention to them during the day, especially if you're in a long-distance relationship. Um, putting the effort to make them feel like a priority. Being able to fulfill all five love languages, depending on... Um, what your partner prefers the most. I think helping with the groceries, this, this yeah. little shit, you know, uh, washing the dishes. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. like bare minimum stuff. Like, all right, if you cook, the person who didn't cook, wash. You know, it should be a simple exchange. I, f- I feel like everybody should get an equal say and pay. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever you do, they should be doing for you too. Um, what's above and beyond to you? I think uh, above and beyond is uh, just listening to your partner and executing before they can ask, you know? Just, like, really, you know, the little stuff, like, you know, that person gets cold on the morning, so you give them the rest of the blanket, you know? This this is a little stuff that, all right, I've been with this person, I care about this person, I'll make sure they're okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really nice. Um, I, I would argue that that's still bare minimum stuff. If you care about your partner, it's just like... No, nah, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about, like... Above and beyond. So you're in bed with your partner. Partner's a little cold. So you give them the rest of the blanket. Mm-hmm. And you be cold for them. Yeah. I feel like that's above and beyond, right? Okay. Putting your partner's needs before yours. Yeah. I don't respectfully disagree. I think that's a bare minimum thing. Nah. Okay. You also respectfully No, nah, I mean, no, nah, I, I disagree. I feel like bare minimum is just making sure both parties are warm. Okay. Right? Yeah. Above and beyond, they're cold. You give them the blanket. I see yeah. what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Um, for me, I was thinking more conflated examples. Like a, 
a guy buying his girl a Corvette or something like super expensive. Yeah, just spending a little bit more. And that's the same thing, spending a little more time. Going on giving fancy them, trips. Yeah, like, yeah. Giving them a little bit more warmth, though. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. The warmth is the currency. <laughs> do you, like, do you get it? I, I get it. I like, the Corvette thing. is a car, and it's nicer. Yeah. You were chilly, gave you the blanket, now you're warmer. Yeah. This is a little bit better. It's about what you have access to. Yeah, what well. you have access. If I'm literally in bed, I'm not buying you a blanket. <laughs> like, in the morning, maybe I'll buy you another comforter. You get you get it? Yeah. So going through the effort to buy them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, the, the, I think the above and beyond could be, like, small things, too. You know? Yeah. I think the bare minimum is needs are met. And then above and beyond is just doing things just to make them happy for no reason. Okay. I disagree. I <laughs> disagree. Okay disagree. I, feel, I feel like uh, above and beyond is anything you do more. Like, say a person doesn't want to, like, all right, they're tired or whatever. You go grab them some water. You know, mm-hmm. they already had water. Bare minimum. Now you get them some more water. And they don't even want to get up. Mm-hmm. I think that's above and beyond. Okay. Well, maybe it's a good thing that... And that's small shit. Like, of course, it's easy to do above and beyond with monetary things. Mm-hmm. Like, what matters more to you? Some shiny car or that the person is making sure you're warm, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I don't know what matters more. Like, you can buy a bunch of shiny shit. If I have money, that's not even anything to me. Well, above and beyond is past needs, right? Yeah. And warmth is, like, a need. Mm-hmm. So above and beyond is, like, just doing things to make them extra happy just because you felt like it. Yeah. You know, it's not something that you have to do. You didn't have to give an extra blanket. So we have a different perspective I mean, about what it just above and beyond and what in the larger sense, if you have money, you can just simulate above and beyond, mm-hmm. and that's how women get fooled. So I'm just trying to unveil that for the ladies, because if you like if you equate something above and beyond with something monetary, and a person has money, then it means nothing to that person. Like you'll be. You be like, oh, this person has got me this and that, and they're going above and beyond. He's mm-hmm. like, bro, this your expense. Yeah, <laughs> like so it, I, that's just me. I feel like if somebody gave you something, they now you need it, like just because. Yeah, so I had two cupcakes. We had three cupcakes. I wanted two. You got one. You said you wanted one. I gave you one of my cupcakes. Or I split it in half. Mm-hmm. That would mean more to me than just buying something. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I think little... that act is a little bit more than the monetary thing. But if. It is, this is for ladies. If you focus on just the monetary, you're just going to get the monetary. And things, other, yeah, other things are going that. to degrade. They know that. Oh, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I had to walk the warmth to the Corvette to you. So. No, we're looking at it from a different baseline here. Yeah. So I'm looking at it from a place of, like, maybe someone has, like, a little bit more money. It's, like, what do you expect of them versus, like, if they have less money, what do you expect from that? It's what they do and don't do out of willingness. Because going above and beyond doesn't have to do with just monetary value. It also has to do with are you sending them, like, long text messages? Are you engaging in their hobbies? Going above and beyond, I think, is, like, learning about someone's hobbies and, like, trying to put effort toward not necessarily, like, also getting really into it, but just learning about it so you can talk to them. Yeah, sharing a genuine interest is true. Like, if yeah. your partner's into planes, you read one book on planes. You don't never have to be 
as into it as them. But if you have a basis, some common ground, that's fantastic yeah. to have. And if you make the effort to do it, you know? Yeah. Anything above and beyond is just like pure selflessness. Yeah. So that other selflessness happiness. and making the effort. Yeah. I agree to that. Because like initially when you're saying stuff about the Corvette and stuff, I'm like, you can just buy that. Like, like if it's just a monetary thing, once you make money, you don't have to do like, I, like especially for young men, they're just gonna. Hit, this is the Andrew Tate lane: make money, buy stuff, girl happy. Like, and if you don't do the little stuff, like give the blanket, like give a fuck about the person, like do a little bit extra to above and beyond, and you equate it with something monetary, and you're telling young men and young women monetary over this act, then they're just gonna get the money and treat the girl like trash. Like yeah. that's just gonna happen. Yeah, I think we have a flipped definition of above and beyond in the basic needs because if there was a girl that was in a relationship with a guy who was like rich and is buying all these fancy things and then he doesn't do the bare minimum of like emotional. giving her attention, yeah. fulfilling her, you know, giving her the emotional requirements in a relationship, like making sure she feels okay mentally, physically being there for her, supports her with everything. If she's not getting those basic needs, but she's getting the above and beyond, then it's not going to feel like a real relationship. It's just going to feel like a sugar daddy type. And I mean, thing. people get trapped into that. Yeah. So I think that's just the warning, right? Like, don't equate too much of like what's above and beyond with monetary things, because this is how people like you know mm-hmm. lower class people and people in lower class relationships or working with class or blue collar or white collar, they're making a certain amount of money. And then they see something a little bit more, mm-hmm. and their partner does, can't get it, but somebody else can. That's when cheating, that's when zealous and all this energy changes because we're chasing a monetary thing. I feel like if your relationship, and this is it's cool, like if you're a girl or a guy and you're about your bread, right? Then that's it. Like that's your that's how you that's your mindset going into relationships. But don't act like it's not. Lead with who you are, not what you want to like be perceived as. To circle back, everything you say and do affects your partner, right? And you may not always come off as you intended. Like, people have different reactions. People grew up differently. Whenever you're texting your partner, this is very prominent in long-distance relationships, um, you don't have the tonality, you don't have the facial expressions or the body language with text messages. I mean, you can try to simulate that with emojis, but it's not really the same thing. You might interpret or misinterpret something that they say. For instance, if um, your partner says something and they were joking, but you took it literally or you thought that they were serious, it could evolve into an argument about something. And then further, you're arguing without that tone and the body language again. So it just makes things escalate to the worst possible place that it could go. So I just advise that if you're not with your partner at that time, and an argument is starting to boil, get on the phone with them or send voice texts to have that extra tonality tonality inflection. Yeah, I mean, with long distance, you got to communicate even more, right? But, like, if you're in person, I feel like you definitely have to know what you're saying is being received. You know, if you say something malicious, it's going to be received maliciously. Like, you can, like before you throw a punch, you know you're throwing a punch. Mm. So, like, before you say something rude or disrespectful, you know it's rude or disrespectful, you still let it go. Yeah, so that was the point. I kind of went on a tangent there, but the point is that realize that your words, whether it's typed out, said out loud, they're going to have an effect on your partner emotionally. Speak with conscious awareness of your words. You know if your words are going to upset your partner. Have patience. 
back up give yourself five minutes to chill out before you say anything hurtful because ultimately when you're in a relationship and you truly love that person you don't want to hurt them yeah that's the last person you want to hurt that's the last person you want to hurt so if it ends up happening the best you can do is find a solution for whatever issue you were talking about apologize and then uh, validate the other person's perspective just as much as you validate your own whenever you're proposing your argument against them because it's not a you versus them. It's you both versus the issue. Yeah, it's a it's a joint be. effort. It's a joint effort. It's not a separate agenda. And mm. I think that's a lot. Of, that's like a big thing in couples, right? Like you get into a fight and then it turns into a fence. I'm on this side. I'm on the other mm-hmm. side. But what we need to focus is what's between us, right? Yeah. It's easier to move a chair or a couch if it's two people than it's one person. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you validate your partner's emotions right. whenever you're talking in an argument? Um, calmly state how you're feeling. Use we statements. Maybe we could do this. Not like you make me feel this way because that makes your partner feel like they're being personally attacked. Isolated. So isolated. Make sure that you try your best to voice your thoughts, how you're feeling in that moment, how the other person's making you feel versus the issue. Allow your partner to say like, oh, I, I did or didn't know that I was making you feel that way. But regardless, like, I'm sorry that I was making you feel that way. Is there any way we could work this out by doing X, Y, Z? And the biggest thing to get in front of all of this, set some boundaries. On Tuesday, I drink water, not soda. Okay? You pass me some soda on Tuesday, I'm going to throw a fit. I'll call the police. I'll get you arrested. That's my boundary. I'm setting it. I'm so I tried sorry, to guys. give him so sorry, guys. soda on the Tuesday. <laughs> he oh, enforced man. that boundary. What did that look like? Let's give you an example. I was like, hey, Nathir, I have this Coca-Cola in front of me, and I place it in front of him on a Tuesday, and what does, how do you react? Away from me. It's a no for me, dog. How do we respectfully <laughs> enforce boundaries? Oh, you got to respectfully decline, you know? <laughs> like, if you don't like taking pictures and your girlfriend's a model, guess what, man? Guess what? You might, you might have, have some issues. Comfy taking you some, might have to take some pictures, start man. Start by taking pictures of her. Mm-hmm. And you know you can do the thing where like you, you're holding hands in the picture. I saw that IG reel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like walking and she's like leading you somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Just your hand, and then you can move it to like the arm. You know, get your bicep in there. Yeah. Do some curls. Whatever mm-hmm. you got to do. But no, to be serious, you have to let people know what you're about. Don't act like you're not about this thing right like if you're vegan why are you trying to eat a burger stop trying to fit in i tell people all the time you know be yourself everybody likes you here (laughs) like you don't have to do anything besides what you want to do and it's okay for your boundaries not to mesh with others Mm -hmm. i i say that for young men young women everybody out there like if you don't agree with something okay you don't agree with it you don't have to. You don't have to explain yourself. Either. You don't have to explain yourself. A lot of people, because of their beliefs, they don't do certain things. Guess what? Me too. Yeah. So when you're in a relationship and someone says a boundary, even if you think it's weird or you think it, that's not a big thing. Like, why can't you drink soda why, on yeah, Tuesday? That's so stupid. That's what you know? I do. And maybe, you shouldn't belittle me. Maybe he had, yeah, don't belittle the other person because you don't know what they've been through. Maybe you had a traumatic You know what happened to me that on one Tuesday? Tuesday? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you want some backstory? <laughs> yeah, backstory. You never um, I, listen. I am someone who favors context. So in a relationship, whenever you do, are naturally curious. Like, why? That's so peculiar. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. I can't say that it's word. no problem. Peculiar. That, that's so it's peculiar. odd. It's oddity. <laughs> that you don't like soda 
on Tuesdays. Why can't it be regular? You saying I'm not regular? (laughs) See, don't belittle your partner, guys. Um, (laughs) Are you comfortable? (laughs) I'm I'm just trying to explain to them. I'm not comfortable with you touching me right now. I need space. Okay. See, that's what that's 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 a boundary, guys. Calmly stating your boundary, I respect it because we're in a relationship. Don't do this at Waffle House. I care about you. I care about your health, (laughs) happiness, safety. Don't don't do this at Waffle House. Don't do this in public. Uh, definitely do it on a podcast. But no, um, I think boundaries is what you need. And if the person doesn't respect them, they can just fuck off. I'm sorry for being so blunt. Mm-hmm. So double may care. But if they don't like, they are trying to ignore you. It's Tuesday. They got a cup full of soda fizzing to the brim. <laughs> you smack it out of your hand and you walk away. They shook that right They shook it up you. before they gave it to you. <laughs> they tried to sat. Never mind. Um, just don't let it happen. And if it happens, walk away from them. Yeah, and if you're at all curious, because you do think it's a little odd, just bring it up and be saying, like, hey, are you comfortable with explaining um, why you have You can mail me a letter. Um, I know that you said that you don't have to validate. And that's the thing, you don't. So no, you don't. if your partner don't. asks, you can say, like, hey, respectfully, this that's is the really line. personal yeah, to me. Yeah, that's the line. Um, I don't feel like explaining maybe sometime in the future, maybe not, but this is a thing that will make me feel some type of way that's negative. So I would appreciate if you wouldn't make me feel that way. And if you truly love that person, if you truly care about them, you'll be like, it's a no brainer for you. Yeah, no, this is uh, the easiest thing in the world to do. If you care about the person, um, the biggest thing and the hardest thing about relationships nowadays is comparison, which is a thief of joy which is relationships on social media. We all see them, the perfect couples. They go and get the food. Their family's great. They're doing everything well. They got great careers, uh, perfect shape. You know, everything's well. And it is you and your uh, person. I'm and, sitting here guilty with my hands up because when I was younger, I used, yeah. <laughs> I used to be deep into those relationships, like YouTubers, those yeah, young yeah. adults. I got into like it over four COVID. Kids. <laughs> That's what, yeah. And that's what I did over COVID. I was like, who yeah. is this? Oh my god, they're together and they broke up. Oh shit. They're more interesting than what's going on in line right now. I was just so doing like, mug things with those dudes. Yeah. <laughs> why aren't they together? Yeah. Why why don't I have someone like that? And now you know? I think only one of those couples that I watched are still together. So that's the thing. Like you don't know what goes on behind the You doors. never know what's going on they behind only the put scenes. Their highlights out there. Uh in any relationship, I say put your own put only your highlights out. Right? Only your highlights, the low lights is what you deal with with, with each other. Mm-hmm. But like I don't idolize anybody on IG. I don't give a fuck about them. Uh, I, I like I like myself. I like my relationships. I like the people in my life. So I don't put too much oops on what I see on social media because I I just deal with social media. I've done with it for like three, almost four years now. So I have a different perspective on it. When I was younger, it used to matter. Wherever, any anything that person would post, I'm like, why would you say that? Or why do you think like that? Or this is really funny. This is really sad. Like, it used to be a big part of like how I interpreted the world, but it's not anymore. What well, about people you? People post on social media as a reflection of what's going on in their life. So, with that being said, I saw this post on social media recently that was of this guy who posted about his relationship, and he was saying that, oh, hey, if you see that I haven't spoken to you in a few hours, we'll just know that my other relationship is going well. Oh. And I was like, well, oh, Well, that's just gaslighting content, right? Goodness. Like, Right, and there are scumbags out here, right? I'm not going to say there are great people out here. There are people doing really selfish, mean things, and they all got problems. 
I never seen somebody do some shadow selfish shit and everything's okay at home. It's coming from somewhere and it's going to spill out to the relationships. Why girls and guys cheat. It's why they have bad relationship attachment styles. It's why I like certain people you like, Oh, he's perfect. She's perfect, but they can't maintain a relationship. That's why. This is extremely poisoning to the younger generations that are getting into relationships because they'll see this stuff and they'll see just because it's getting a lot of clout, a lot of likes, that this is something that they should um, think about. Like if they haven't had a lot of experience with a relationship, they'll see someone who posted something like that and be like, oh, now my partner's busy. Now I think that they're in another relationship because that's what it means because I saw that post about it. Yeah, social social media breeds insecurity. And men and women, and that's one of the reasons it's there. It also breeds fear mongering. It also breeds hate speech. It's a culmination of a lot of negative and positive things. It's all about what you're consuming and how you consume it. And if you know the purpose of why something's there, I think it takes a lot of the bite out of it. Like, we know a rattlesnake is poisonous, so we don't try to fuck with a rattlesnake. Same thing with IG. (laughs) You know, it does have some poisonous components, and if you handle it, if you mishandle it, it will poison you. It will damage you. It will affect your relationship and how you perceive them. And it's tricky. That poison is going to smell delicious yep. <laughs> to you because it's so easy to engage. Well, there's pipelines. There's pipelines on YouTube for, like, kids that, like, after 10 hours, they have a political standing. You know, like, this pipelines and mentality. So, like, you can easily feed into whatever. It's all about how you consume. It's literally just like any other thing. Moderation is key. Go outside, touch grass. One last thing before we dip. We're going to talk attraction versus attractiveness. What's attraction? I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. So I think that there's a difference between attraction and attractiveness. I'm oh, definitely. A demisexual female, meaning that I have to establish an emotional connection with someone before I even am really attracted to them on a physical level. So for demisexuals especially, I think that this differentiation between attraction and attractiveness is highlighted as opposed to if you're just a straight person. Straight Human. Person. Shout out to humans. <laughs> And the sexualities. Meat vehicles. We're meat vehicles. Power by brain. Oh, what? Gray matter? <laughs> Neurons. <laughs> we'll do another part about that. Nerd. Okay, so attraction <laughs> to me is more of the emotional, mental component of being attracted to person versus attractiveness, which I think is more physical. So attraction can be like categorized as character, and then attractiveness would be physical attractiveness yeah no nah, i mean listen for me i think attraction is that i'm really ready to build a life with you and attractiveness is that i can make with you that's about it you know what i'm saying like attraction is building a life attractiveness is just base level physical attributes mm-hmm. 
The reason it's the difference is so stark for me is because I'm not physically attracted to a whole lot of people, even though I'm attracted. Like I've always been attracted to males. Um, I Shout don't out, <laughs> Let's go, males. We got one. It was tough. It was tough, guys. We got one compliment <laughs> out of two parts. <laughs> go so, ahead, baby. So you can find big someone. body, Bethany. A big body. You can find someone physically attractive without being attracted to them. You can just acknowledge that they are, by current beauty standards, um, might have a symmetrical face or <laughs> have some certain attributes that, for whatever reason, your biology just finds attractive. It's biology, <laughs> natural stuff. Snatchy, bro. If you didn't have any of your senses and you were just communicating telepathically between each other, like your true selves, your yeah, no, communicating. Like, do you enjoy do you being like, with this person regardless of any physical components? Yeah. Yeah. If if for whatever reason they got into an accident and you know they don't look the same, do you still? Because like that happens. Person? Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, I think that's the biggest difference. That's the stark difference, at least for me. Honestly, maybe for demisexuals, lust is more like the mental side because that's what really gets us going. <laughs> like, if you if you're smart, then we're like, ooh, that increases the attraction to you. If you have um, common interests, like if you're a philosophical person, you like just talking about life. Yeah, you got common ground. For those of you listening out there that might just be getting into a relationship or haven't been in one yet, but um, something I'd like you guys to know is that you can't build a relationship with someone who isn't willing to communicate and have the hard conversations with you. The toughies. Relationships are work. means that you have to put effort into loving each other intentionally learning how to love each other and communicate properly and that doesn't mean your relationship makes you feel stressed and sad most of the time and that other person disrespects you and treats you bad but you stay anyway so that difference is when people say relationships are work they don't mean like oh my wife didn't do the dishes again and i came home and i was stressed from work and like you're just like bad at each other all the time that's not relationships are a piece of work relationships are work because you have to you're constantly growing as a person individually right so whenever you are changing as a person you have to grow with them and grow with that change and be accepting of it so by the work is the willingness to change yeah i feel like uh, relationships are work and work is growth mm -hmm. you know you don't get good at anything without doing it a couple times you won't get good at communicating until you have an argument you won't have an argument until you communicate. You can't have one without the other. And go through those things. There's no way around it. Don't look at social media for advice either. There's no advice out there. Only <sighs> get advice I recommend from a professional or mm -hmm. someone that you can trust that's close to you. I have friends that don't even participate in like straight relationships. I'm like, let me get an extra, extra POV. Because they're dealing with totally different things and mindsets and, and personalities and like, you get a different look that you're not really paying attention because you get stuck. Like, I ask my sister certain things because I, I'm a guy at the end of the day. I don't know everything. So I'm like, all right, how do you feel about this? Or if I said this, how would you interpret that? And yeah. is that right? Is this wrong? And then I'll go talk to somebody else. And talk, you know, get people who aren't in the mix of the relationship. Like, mm -hmm. don't go to somebody's mom. You know, like, yeah. don't go to somebody's best friend. Like, no. I would recommend, too, going to people with similar... Um, qualities as yourself like if you're a girl and you go to one of your girls who is also straight they're going to have a similar perspective to you 
And I think girls should go to girls who are in relationships who aren't single. I think the same thing for men. Like, if you need relationship advice, you need to get it from somebody in a relationship. Well, if they have been in relationships in the past. I um, disagree with that. Okay. I think that if you are single but have had, like, relationships before and have gone through stuff. I I see it's a bad culture of uh, single men making men in relationships do single shit. Same thing with single women making women in relationships do single shit. It's yeah, all over I was social just media. talking about helpful advice. Yeah, you uh, advice for sure, but that advice can also be negative. So like you got it's it's a it's a double edged sword. Yeah, you yeah. Go to someone that you trust who normally wouldn't give you negative advice. Like I'm talking yeah. about if I went to my best friend about an issue she's been in a relationship before, she has experience. So I'm going to her. Hey, whenever I feel this way or I'm thinking this way, do you have any advice about how I could bring this up or mm. what I should say instead? And then um, assuming that they'll give you uh, supportive advice based on their experience as to what you should seek out. You don't always have to listen to it because relationships are case by case. But um, And they're also your relationship. Yeah. Right? And just for me to close, I feel like especially if you are in a relationship, just talk to somebody who also is in a relationship. There also are negative people out there with negative energy that happen to be single and that happen to be your friend. And they might have some bad advice because they want you to be single again. So you got to ignore shit like that. You got to focus in on your relationship. Yeah, I can see how that would be good. Just to also maybe not go ham on getting the outside perspectives for things. Because it can be the same thing as looking at social media because you're getting someone else's perspective. And then you think that it's the right thing or you think it's the wrong thing. Whatever you do, realize it's going to affect your partner. Affect them negatively. Change it. And then focus on what makes the other person happy. Because if it's not negative, then you're having a really, really great time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very positive. See, like, people see the argument and just get lost in the argument. After the argument, we're chilling, you know? Like, it's yeah. actually a good time. So, like, just to work through your struggles or your issues, guess what? You got less struggles. You got less mm-hmm. issues. You get to have more fun. And the more you invest with loyalty, respect, time, patience, everything, it the more you get so out light on your shoulders. Yeah. I, I do believe to... in like you're supposed to be with someone. Yeah. Monogamy. I think we both agree. Yeah, we both agree on that. Is that we're, we're both on the same page with uh, loyalty. Plus, so, that's how you build wealth. <laughs> Everybody who got some money out here is built. Yeah, upon. Emotion... Wealth is built upon families. If people need a financial incentive. Like, everybody who has money in America is from a family. Yeah, you have a very logical perspective, yeah. which is obviously reassuring for people like me that look at it as a more emotional perspective, yeah. you know, like the trust issues and stuff like that. If you can trust someone, it just feels like a breeze. Like, there's nothing you have to worry about. You're just focusing on, like, your next move, your next goal together. This is the Life in Times Network. And that was Relationships, Memes, the Internet. Easy, breezy podcast, man. Have a good night. Big body, Bethany. Big body.